Hello everybody, Coding Raj here, and welcome to another episode of Web3 Use Cases in Plain English. Today, we're going to be discussing farm to table. So the problem, how do you know the food you eat is from a local organic farm? Sure, the label on the bag of the organic spinach says it's organic, and it came from a farm in the same state you live in, but is that label correct? Could the company that put that spinach in that bag be lying? The spinach could have come from an out-of-state farm. And the spinach may not even be organic. It was grown conventionally, like most spinach. But someone along the way decided to just slap an organic label on it and charge a customer twice as much. Ouch! The same could go for maybe the Alaskan salmon that you bought. Did it come from Alaska? Is it wild or is it farmed off the coast of, of the Atlantic? Can you trust the labels on the food packaging? If the label says it, it must be true or is it? Could there be a way to verify that your food is organic or at the very least you could see where the spinach originated from and what stops it made along the way before it got to your table? Similar to how you can see where a UPS package originated from and the multiple stops it took before it got to your door. That is where Web3 and the blockchain can come in. So what's the solution? First, we need a farm-to-table blockchain that farmers, distribution companies, and grocery stores would use to record the time and place where the food was picked, processed, packaged, transported, stored, and bought. Imagine the customer buying organic spinach at the grocery store could scan a QR code or the barcode using their phone and see where the spinach originated from, how it was grown, when it was picked and bagged, and when it arrived at the grocery store. Sure, the input data on the blockchain could be incorrect, but at least you are getting a level of transparency that you didn't get before. So how would this work? Well, first we need to assume that a farm to table blockchain has been built and all the players, the farmers, the food processing and packaging companies, the food distributors and the grocery stores have agreed to use this blockchain. So the farmer picks the organic spinach that is ready to be sent for processing and packaging. The farmer uses an app on their phone to log how much spinach was harvested. The app will record the amount, time and date, along with the farmer's information, the farm's name, organic certification, if it had one, and possibly the name, even the name of the farmer that picked the spinach. And this will get recorded onto the blockchain. Then the food and processing packaging company goes to the farm to pick up the organic spinach. The person from the pot processing packaging company uses their phone to log the receiving of the spinach. The app on their phone will log this onto the blockchain. And each time the spinach gets transferred to a location, the, per the person receiving the spinach will log the transaction on their phone. Then that transaction will get recorded on the blockchain. The packaging company would bag the spinach and put the QR code 
or put a QR code on the bag of spinach. And this QR code will refer to an ID that has already been created on the blockchain. So refer to that batch of spinach. The food distributor will pick up the bags of spinach, scan the QR code as they load them onto their truck. This will record the date and time and the distributor that's picking up the spinach onto the blockchain. When it arrives at the grocery store, the grocers will scan the bags of spinach to record the date and time of receiving the spinach. And then finally, we get to the customer. So the customer goes to the grocery store, browsing through the aisles, wants to be healthy, and is, wants to buy some baby organic spinach. And as they're perusing the aisles, they see a bag of spinach and there's a QR code on it. So the customer can scan the QR code on their phone and the customer can see which farm the spinach came from, the date and time that it was harvested by the farmer. The customer can also see the farm itself, whether it's certified organic, so it'll be able to find the information on the, on the farm. And the customer can also see all the stops that that bag of spinach took before it got to the grocery store or right up when it got to the grocery store. Now the customer knows that the spinach came from an organic farm in the same state that they live in, if that's where the spinach came from and that's what the blockchain said. And having the blockchain can also help when food poisoning outbreaks occur from a specific bag, let's say a specific batch of spinach. And when an outbreak occurs to a particular, to, to particular batch, that can be recorded on the blockchain. And then the customer can get notified on their phone that the bag of spinach they bought has been contaminated. Or if they don't wish to receive that notification, if the customer hears about an outbreak, they can go to the bag of spinach that they have, scan it, and find out if there's any outbreaks or if it's been contaminated. Now, there are some potential issues with data input. The person logging the information onto the blockchain could be incorrect, but at least it leaves a trail. And that trail is on the blockchain where the data can't be edited or deleted. And let's say if someone, it could be just a person, Joe Schmo, or it could be an investigating um agency finds out later that there is misinformation on the blockchain, we can find the source of the error and that will make a, a new story and controversy. And then there can be steps made to prevent that from happening again. So that's it. That's a potential Web3 use case for farm to table. And that's it all I have today. Keeping this podcast short, going to keep this uh, under uh, seven and a half minutes. So that's it, everybody. Thank you.